When you're improving yourself physically, rest is incredibly important. You need to allow yourself rest days to allow muscles to grow or just your body to recover. Most people know this, it's relatively common knowledge. However, something that most people don't take into consideration is the fact that we need to allow ourselves rest in the same way when we're trying to improve mentally, when we're trying to reach a different emotional state, and whenever we are going through inner turmoil. Rest is one of the most important parts of self-improvement. My name is Ethan Jewell, and welcome back to another episode of Feel Your Feelings. Over the past eight months, I've been trying to improve myself physically. Now, I, I've never been one to go to the gym or go on runs or anything like that. It just never really appealed to me. But over the past eight months, I have been. I've been going to the gym almost every single day and really committing to bettering myself physically. And it's been a really, really great journey, and I've learned a lot of things about myself, both physically and mentally. But one of the biggest things I learned is that you need rest days in order to improve physically. You need them. They're non-negotiable. Uh, when I first started working out, I tried to not take any rest days, and I found myself just getting burnt out. Uh, I was just sore all the time, and I could not improve physically. This was a very important lesson to learn, and it allowed me to grow physically in a much more efficient and healthy way. But what I've realized is I very often don't allow myself that same level of mental rest. I've been struggling with mental illnesses for a few years now, and resting is very, very difficult. I find myself feeling guilty for allowing myself to rest whenever I'm having a bad day. If I have a day where I just feel so depressed that I can't get out of bed, and I just let myself lay around, guilt literally eats me up inside. I feel like I need to be productive in order to be a functioning member of society. This is a very unhealthy relationship to have with rest. And if this sounds familiar, then this episode is perfect for you. In the same way that rest allows us to physically recover and allows our body to grow and get ready for the next workout, mental rest allows our mind to recover and allows our emotions to calm down and allows us to exit a state of turmoil. Feelings require attention. Feelings and intense emotions require you to sit down and be present with them. And often, in order to be present with our feelings, we need to rest. I struggle with feelings of depression and anxiety, and specifically with anxiety. Whenever I'm caught up in things and I'm going and I'm busy all day, I start to get anxious. I start to get anxious about if I'm doing things right, if I'm going in the right direction in life. I mean, all this anxiety starts stacking up. And what I've found is if I take even 20, 30 minutes out of my day to just sit with those feelings and think about them and understand them, it helps so, so much. It allows my mind to recover. It allows me to reframe whatever I'm anxious about, and it allows me to get a fresh start. Rest is so, so important. So today, let's talk about what types of rest there are and how you can actively apply them to your life in order to have better mental health and to recover emotionally. So I was doing some research for this episode because I want to remind you, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor or a professional in the mental health industry. I'm just a normal guy who's super passionate about mental health. So sometimes I have to do research. Please take everything I say with a grain of salt. Most of this is just from personal experience. But while doing some research, I found 
this article about nine types of rest. This is by Steph Baron Hall. It's very, very interesting. I would highly recommend checking out all nine types of rest as this is something that is super useful because rest that works for me might not work for you. However, there's four types of rest on this list that really, really resonated with me, and I want to share them with you and talk about how you can apply them to your life. Out of these nine types of rest, four really, really resonate with me. The first is permission to not be helpful. If you're anything like me, you're a bit of a people pleaser and you hate to say no and you always want to be helpful. I always, always, always want to be helpful. It's very difficult for me to say no to somebody if they need assistance with something in their life, whether it's moving something or listening to them rant or something like that, whether it's a physical, mental, or emotional help. I always, always jump at the opportunity to be helpful. However, when you help somebody in that way, specifically mentally or emotionally, you are taking away space from yourself. This isn't a bad thing. It isn't bad to allow space and open up your peace to other people. That's actually a great thing, and it's what makes us human. However, if you're struggling mentally, you need all of the space and all of the energy that you can get for yourself. In order to rest and recover, you need that space. You need to allow yourself peace to rest. By giving yourself permission to not be helpful for a period of time, you open up that space and focus all of your energy into you. This isn't easy to do, especially if you're a people pleaser and you're used to just saying yes. However, creating boundaries for yourself is crucial in order to improve our mental health. Next on the list, allowing yourself to be unproductive and allowing yourself complete rest without doing anything. Now, something that triggers my anxiety is simply not being productive. If I'm not productive, I'm convincing myself that I'm wasting time and that I need to be doing more and that I'm falling behind and that I'm, I'm losing this imaginary race in my mind. This is really, really bad for rest. You know, often to rest, you have to be unproductive. And so it's this horrible cycle where I try to rest because I'm burnt out and then I get stressed about being unproductive and then I get burnt out from that stress and it's just this wicked, wicked cycle. So you have to actively try to be unproductive whenever you're resting and allow yourself to simply exist. You do not need to be productive in order to be valid as a human. You do not need to constantly be in motion in order to be improving. It is okay to pause. It's okay to be stagnant. Improvement is not a linear process. You don't always have to be moving up. You don't always have to be making leaps and bounds. Sometimes simply existing is enough. Sometimes simply being present with yourself in your mind is enough. And that is an incredibly important skill to learn. You need to allow yourself to be unproductive. It is unfair and unreasonable to expect yourself to be productive 24-7. Allow yourself to do nothing and exist within that moment. Next up is connection to art and nature. I think this is really, really, really important. I think that both art and nature ignite something within us, some feeling of calm and peace that is absolutely crucial to rest. 
Personally, I connect to art the most. I sit down and I make music and that is this meditative state for me. It is the absolute best rest that I could ask for. Being in nature is also extremely meditative and restful. It allows you to exist in a place where everything is exactly how it needs to be. The, the birds are chirping and the wind is blowing and you can simply be at peace and exist within that place. I believe art and nature are very, very important to be able to find rest and to be able to find your happy place. So many people find happiness within art and nature, and to be able to engage in that and rest within it will improve your mental and emotional stability greatly. It's helped me so much. I try to make time every single day to exist in a state of either creating art or being in nature. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Sometimes it's just playing the piano for 10 minutes or sitting in my backyard and just feeling the sun, but it's really, really important in order to allow yourself to rest. Last up on this list of nine types of rest is stillness to decompress. Decompression is incredibly important for mental rest. I don't know about you, but I hold my stress physically. I hold my anxiety physically. So I have a little routine that I go through in order to allow myself to decompress. So often I get home and I'll like take a shower because being clean is really, really important to me. And then I'll allow myself to decompress from all of the anxieties I may have been holding from the day. I allow my eyebrows to relax. I take my tongue off of the roof of my mouth. I let my jaw relax. I push my shoulders down and then I take a deep, deep breath. Allowing yourself to decompress physically helps your mental state immensely. Many of us hold our stresses or our emotional turmoil physically. So being able to decompress from that can help so, so much in resting and allowing ourselves peace and space. I really just can't emphasize enough how important rest is for our mental wellness. It is, I think, one of the number one most important things, allowing yourself to be unproductive, allowing yourself to not be helpful, connecting to art and nature, and giving yourself the stillness to decompress are just some of the ways that you can rest and you can allow yourself space to recover and grow mentally. I highly, highly recommend that you check out the list of all nine types of rest by Steph Baron Hall, as it is just an absolute goldmine of ways that you can relax and ways that you can improve your mental peace. That's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and understanding that you deserve rest. If you need help feeling your feelings, please check out my music on all platforms under the name of Ethan Jewel. I almost guarantee it'll make you cry. Also, shoot me a message on my Instagram at jewelboy underscore and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, thank you for feeling your feelings. I'll see you next time.